Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today I have the special pleasure to introduce you John Gifta. He is a, a pastor, a speaker, and more importantly, just a, someone who's living a faith-filled and purpose-driven life. If you're interested in learning about how you can marry your sense of purpose and direction with a Christian perspective. Listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about what that looks like and how you can achieve that. Now, I know that you may be a non-Christian, but still listen regardless because there is so much wisdom and nuggets of information that John shared that regardless of your background or beliefs, you will be inspired and motivated. So we will get to all of that coming to you after this short break. Hey, John, how are you doing today? It's been wonderful being with you, Dennis. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. You know, one of the things that I'm always looking for when I'm talking with guests is purpose and having an expectation as to the direction they're going. Because I feel that so many entrepreneurs and leaders and faith-filled people, they want to do something, but they lack the sense of direction and I know that in your book you use for those of you who don't know uh, uh, John uh, wrote a book called unveil your purpose we're going to leave links in the show notes below about understanding that can first before we even like talk about purpose like I just I'm just curious why did you write the book to begin with well uh, to be honest uh, there were two reasons one is uh, if you look at the situation for example in India most of the people are in the place where they're just forced by their family. You know, you need to become an engineer or a doctor, or if you're a girl, you should become a teacher. You know, this is kind of like become an engineer and then decide what you want to do with your life. You get what I'm saying? That's the direction in which a lot of people are going. And the, me, myself, I was forced into engineering. Of course, I did aerospace engineering. Um, that's, but What happens is, you know, when you are not where God wants you to be, you're not able to shine your best. You're not able to go uh, over the top. You're not able to reach your highest potential. And a lot of people today are feeling like a failure because they're not where they're supposed to be. And I've seen so many people lose joy. They're always depressed. They're always anxious. They're in a job that they don't like. They're just trying to make ends meet and they're never able to reach their full potential. And that's the reason I ended up writing this book because I believe the same way you can have the best uh, no, class aircraft in the world, but if you keep it in the ground, it's of no use. No, I've seen um, an instance when uh, I was going to... Uh, you know, board a plane and the bus was actually going faster than a plane on the ground. And that's when it dawned on me, this plane is supposed to be the fastest mode in comparison to a bus, but a plane is slower than a bus on the ground, which means that you can have the best potential out there, but if you're not where you're supposed to be, a plane is supposed to be in the sky, but if you're not where you're supposed to be, you'll not be able to be your best. You'll not be able to reach your full potential. So that was what really drove me to write this book because if my heart is I want people to step into the fullness of their calling and use that position, use that platform, use their full potential to be the best version of themselves, make the world a better place and shine for God through their life. So that's a nut- that's the reason I wrote this book. 
Wow. You know, as I was thinking about the analogy of a plane that can move up to like, in some cases, 600 miles an hour, right? Or I forgot what the translation kilometers is, but... Um, <laughs> it goes about that. 800 kilometers, thousand. I'm an aerospace engineer, so I have to know the answer. <laughs> so you could tell I, I failed learning the metric system. But anyway, you know, this idea that a plane that can move that fast, I mean, heck, even some cases, mock speed, cannot have the full potential on the ground because it's not where it's supposed to be. And speaking to what your point earlier, I mean, I know I've got an international crowd, obviously, we're, we're talking in uh, uh, United States and India, but I know I've got people in Switzerland and Algeria and all sorts of other countries. They are, that we're all echoing that same similar story of my mother and my father wanted me to be a doctor or a lawyer or a scientist. And so I, I can live on the family legacy. I have to do that, but that's not what, that's not the gifts that God called me to have. Absolutely true. That's why they are not able to uh, live their uh, life to the fullest. I mean, for example, when I was doing my engineering program, I know some of the students, uh, while uh, those who are getting 80% or 90% in their boards, these guys were having 30 backlogs. They were, they were like, you know, called the fools or the stupid ones. Uh, they, they're not able to uh, track or finish any of the exams but these ones were so talented there was one guy he was so talented in making movies he used to make short films that were like very high-end ones there was another guy who was into business he used to make so many uh you know in indian uh, metric system it's like lakhs which means hundred thousand uh, rupees in indian system he used to make at such a young age he was so talented in making that uh so they are talented in something. That's their gift because the Bible is very clear. Your gifts will make room for you. But when you're not where you're supposed to be, you're like a useless thing, right? Like I just gave you the analogy of an aeroplane. You can be talented to be flying in the sky, but if you're not where you're supposed to be, you'll be a useless burden for everybody else. So like one of the examples I would say is, uh, you know, I my gift is to speak. But if you ask me to sing, maybe you will just shut down the podcast. You'll say, oh, gosh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> uh, but uh, but if I go to uh, a singing competition like American Idol or, you know, America's Got Talent sing as a singer, you know, it's going to be a really stupid choice because people are going to think, you know, you're not fit for it. You don't have what it takes and it they're going to reject me and I'm going to come back and think like I'm a fool I'm a useless I'm stupid because I don't ha I'm not able to qualify for the role of being an American Idol but if I went to a speaking competition or maybe like TEDx I've been a TEDx speaker myself so TEDx or TED or some speaking uh, opportunity last year in in India there was a speaker's uh, reality show called Super Speaker out of over 50,000 people I was among the top 250 you know, when you're, you know, in the area of your gifting, you're able to shine, you're able to go the extra mile. But when you're not where you're supposed to be, you're going to be a burden and you're going to think there's something wrong with you. But there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that you're trying to put yourself in the wrong place and think that there's something wrong with you. Like, let me give you an example. I can have the best, uh, you know, imagine if any of you, would you go to, uh, let's say, a fish market and buy an aeroplane? I'm sure you won't do that. You won't go to uh, 
a bookshop and try to buy maybe a two wheeler or a car you won't do that why because even if i have the best aeroplane in the world and i sell it try to sell it in a fish market the aeroplane will think that it's useless because nobody will want to buy a, an aeroplane in a fish market <laughs> it's senseless right that's the same analogy to understand that you know you need to know that you're here for a specific market if my gift is speaking i have to go into the speaking sphere if your gift is uh, in singing go into the singing sphere if you're into marketing go into the marketing sphere so only where you when you are where god wants you to be where god has created you to be and equipped you to be there you'll be able to be your best you'll be able to go the extra mile and be a, a person who really makes a difference otherwise you'll think that you're stupid and dumb and just have to go and end your life Wow, that's just a lot of power because I, I mentioned this all the time on uh, other episodes that too many of us are carrying burden from the unrealized dreams of their parents. And just because they couldn't be a doctor, they couldn't be a lawyer, they're passing that shame and that, that feeling of insecurity and lack onto their kids. And you're not growing into what God makes you to be by further carrying that sense of burden and responsibility that you were never meant to bear. We our yoke of life is hard enough. <laughs> we don't need to carry somebody else's yoke. And to the point that you're saying John about like if you're not going to go into a grocery store asking to buy a plane. Like why are we asking ourselves to do something that was never put into us to begin with? Absolutely. And I, I, so I'm so connecting with this message about purpose because a lot of people are getting their messages from their, their family, their culture. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know too much about the caste system. I don't, from what I've read. And I'm just thinking, oh gosh, that's horrible that you're only slotted to be certain things just because of your last name. I know they have some similar circumstances in some parts of China and, and probably all other parts of the world. And I think for those who are listening in the Western audience, they can't really wrap their mind around culturally being told that they can only do certain things and not disappointing the family name. That's a huge thing that I think people, non-Westerners don't really understand. in fact uh, there's another aspect to this that uh, people li- love to use is uh, they use faith in this uh, to kind of manipulate people like for example they use things like the bible says uh, obey your father and mother right uh, so they take that and say you see your father and mother want you to do this that's exactly what you need to do you know but jesus said when you know you know if anybody wants to be my disciple follow me take up your cross and follow me you should be willing to hate your father mother brother sister and so on and so forth he's not saying go and hate on them that's not what he means what he means is are you going to make a choice to just be a people pleaser just want to you know make your family happy i mean see by the end of the day i love my parents we all love our parents we'll we should honor and love them that that there's no doubt about it but when there's a choice that needs to be made between somebody saying don't do ministry there was a lot of pressure for me saying don't do ministry but when god has called you to do something you have to do it you need to dig your heels in stand your grounds against all odds where in that process people would think that you hate them you get what i'm saying 
you know so when people try to use scripture against you to manipulate you to say you know what you know you have to do what i say you have to do what i say if you don't do then you're not showing love then you're not a disciple of jesus and they can demonize you and i've experienced these kind of things in my life so those are times you need to be strong and say you know what uh, i'm not running for people i'm not running for my parents i mean i love them honor them but by the end of the day i'm not giving an account to for my life to them i will have to give an account to my life to god who has called me for such a time as this for a purpose and if i am not living my life to the fullest who's going to be disappointed it's god of course and it's going to be me because i'm going to come to the end of my life and i'm going to be like oh my gosh i just listen to everybody else i i i listen i, I love this uh, analogy somebody said at 20 years of age uh, we are scared what will other people think of you at 40 you're like oh i don't care about what other people think of you when you go to 60 you realize nobody was even thinking of you or in other words <laughs> you know we live our own life thinking of other people trying to please people living for others but you're not going to be satisfied the only way you will be satisfied is when you are living in accordance to what god has for you that's the vacuum that's in you and only when you live in accordance to his plan his will his purpose for your life you will actually see the difference uh, and your life makes so much sense and be rewarding you know as you're you're talking i i was thinking about this and i'm so glad that you mentioned about like living according to what god wants for you because i see so many people behaving in defiance of even what they're supposed to be doing they think that that form of arrogance and and trying to just be in your face is somehow being like living a a good life and like no that's not what it is let me give you an example John I there's in my neighborhood there is a woman who has her driver's license tag says uh stubborn she has two cars so literally the tag says stubborn and too stubborn And it's like she doubled down hard on stubborn. And when you think about that, is anyone living a joyful, purposeful life and embracing stubbornness? Embracing having their way no matter what anyone else says, no matter what even what reality is teaching them. And so when we're talking about purpose, I don't want people to say, "Well, um that means I need to do what I want." And 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 to heck with everybody else and i'm like no that's not what we're talking about cuz i think a lot of people kind of misconstrue that it's about understanding how god has built you and what opportunities that he's presented and not just trying to bulldoze people just to say that you've got an opinion and you have a right to say and do whatever you want like that i i see a lot of people do that and I, that's coming out of a sense of woundedness and brokenness And I did I just really just want to emphasize that for those who are listening because I don't want us to just run around and just do things just to inflame and irritate but not build anything of merit and value and 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 in goodness. Yes, because see yeah, I've been in you know typical motivational backgrounds, right? Where there are those who genuinely have a heart, they want to make a difference, they want to do all of those things. But you see uh i you know when for example when i bought this watch it's a g-shock watch i love g-shocks and i bought this watch uh and when i got that i tried to figure this out on my own and i spent an hour and a half and i could not even set the time it was so complicated it was so horrible and then finally i took the 
manual and then i in just 2 minutes i was able to set the time in other words in our life we are trying to manage our own life and say you know what i know everything uh, blah 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 what you are actually thinking is it's like the g-shock saying i can do it is on my own well you can't you need the help of your manufacturer you need the manual which is the bible you need god to help you because he's the one who created you you're not the one running your life you're not the one living your life and 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 in that accordance to that when you see one important aspect people need to understand is people think you know what purpose means is just being on the top of the game no see when you think about joseph he didn't reach the palace to sit and be on a vacation he reached the palace to serve people when you think about david when he reached the throne it was not about him saying you know what i sat on the throne and listen no people listen to what i got to say you know he didn't just go there to do that he went there to save people serve people so purpose ultimately comes down to that place where it's has the heart of humility to serve people to build god's kingdom where it's not your agenda it's god's agenda you know a lot of people need to understand you're not here to build your empire you're here to build god's kingdom where have you ever thought of any soldier who goes to the you know border to fight against any country and they're like you know what i'm going to build my own statue there and sit <laughs> they're not going to do that the soldier is going there to represent the country and fight for the country you and i are soldiers of god the bible talks about that reference in i think in timothy if i'm not wrong it says that you know we are like soldiers of god which means that it's not about me it's not about you it's about us coming together for one cause to build the kingdom of god and if that is the case is not a place for us to have pride one of the things i keep praying and i really encourage you guys to keep praying against this pride because pride comes before destruction classic example is the titan and the tit you know titan and the titanic both you know pride and 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 also come back to the place there's no place for stubbornness there's no place for your flesh to make it but just get back to that place you trust the lord and say god what is your purpose for me and and last but not least you know when it even use the word ministry you know the i a thought that came to my mind a uh, quote that i shared earlier is you know ministry is not what you do for god it's what god does through you same way purpose is not what you do but what god has in store for you so that you will build his kingdom i love the example about your watch because i you know people they buy houses they start careers it's like they want to just jump into something and then just have and then without any understanding and then then wonder why in the world's not working and they're frustrated because they want to have the the pride of saying i did it my way i shouldn't say pride i should say hubris actually the correct word is hubris in this case because it's a false sense of of understanding your ability and, and mixed with arrogance and we should have take stock of who we are and what the gifts that we have but we should also marry it with reality and so absolutely what you said John earlier like yeah i probably don't want to hear you sing My husband tells me the best place where I can sing is in the shower with no one around me. <laughs> I mean like you get you get confirmation in terms of opportunities and people. And I think it's not just about what fancies you. And when you talk about that I'm reminded of the importance of process is where a lot of people are missing out 
see everybody is like you know what joseph reached a palace i need to reach my palace but the truth is there was a process involved and when you talk about the process it's not your i mean if god told you know i would make you the prime minister equivalent of egypt at that time you will be sitting and studying history and administration but god's ways are not our ways and our ways are supposed to be in accordance to his ways you know what we need to understand is god has his way and we need to align ourselves to his way and that's when we will actually see things come to pass and even when you talk about process see it's not that the first incident joseph went and interpreted the dream of the pharaoh no he dealt with his own dream then he interpreted the dream of the cup bearer it's like a process what i say to a lot of people is god is not going to ask you to go and path the red sea on day one it's going to start with you know path the maybe the bathtub in your house or something you know what i mean you know god takes you through that process and a lot of people only want the high five stuff you know when will i go to the palace when will i reach the goliath moment opportunity but david was ready for the goliath opportunity because he had taken steps to prepare himself in advance it's not like when the opportunity to defeat goliath came and he was like please give me 5 days let me go and practice my slingshot let me go for a 10 day fasting prayer and then come that's not going to work out when you are praying in accordance to what god has placed in you when you are working towards that prepare yourself for that because if you're not ready for it you will not be able to handle it i can talk a lot about these things because you know a lot of times people say uh you know what is god let god do it and then they just sleep then you'll just be sleeping in heavenly peace only you know like silent night uh that's exactly what's going to happen a lot of people are just doing that if you're praying for an opportunity get ready for it prepare yourself for that opportunity so that when the opportunity strikes you're able to take it and be do your best shot and and opportunities don't come all the time it comes suddenly even when you talk about genesis 24 there was a moment when we say that uh, rebecca was able to give water for all the 10 camels and that's how she ended up getting the opportunity to you know marry isaac you know we we look at it as oh wow rebecca was very kind she was very loving she was a person who gave out of herself to it all of those qualities are true but when i was studying about it you know each camel drinks 20 gallons of water now if i ask you can you go and fetch 20 gallons of water suddenly you go for the callos and kill yourself you'll be like oh my gosh i can't handle 20 gallons of water if she was able to do that it was around a hour and a half of rigorous hard work for her to do what she did and that is what helped her to get that opportunity or make use of the opportunity if she could do that that means she was doing this as a habit she was doing this consistently she was doing this uh, regularly that's how she was able to handle the opportunity it was not a one off thing it was not like suddenly an opportunity came and she was able to take it no because she was able to do it regularly she was consistent at it she was having it as a good habit that's why she was able to do her best you know if i went and took you to the top of mount everest and placed you there you'll say yeah i reached the top and in 2 minutes you'll reach the top that is heaven why because your body can't handle that height you need to go through the process of acclimatization every level step by step by step by step that's why they go through from lukla they go to the base camp and then camp 1 camp 2 camp 3 camp 4 eventually they go to the top to mount everest to the peak and that is how you need to get acclimatized if you are saying i want to go straight to the top then i'll see you in heaven that's what's going to happen so 
get yourself to that place where you prepare for that opportunity prepare for what you've been praying about and god god will take you through the process that he has for you and you will eventually reach where god has for you you know i know that i have got people who are faith-filled agnostic atheist all of the all of this so i want you you're listening to really understand that it is it doesn't have to be through this paradigm but to understand that for us for john and i that's how we found our purpose that's how we found our clarity and just take the information for this but we're speaking on biblical examples i just want to say this you know a lot of people to your, your point is they want to jump up drive up to the top right and they don't get acclimatized like i think about jesus for example he spent 30 years for a three-year ministry and so many people want to spend three months a 30-year career or ministry or whatever i'm like how does that make any sense i think about joseph in the bible and he went through he was he was a slave he was a, a prisoner at one point Almost 30 years of that, or 20 plus years, I forgot. Just like a lot of years before he became the prime minister of Egypt to save his people. And like, even going back to Jesus, he was tested before he even started his ministry. Why do you think you can't be tested? I don't get that. I even, I needed to really learn that, that idea of really having your metal tested because it's not really for God. Like, let's be clear. He put those gifts in you already. It's for you to understand whether or not you have the conviction to go through the ebbs and flows of your journey. And there will be. There's not, you're not going to be jumping from mountaintop to mountaintop experience. And it's when you don't have the conviction, that's when you can't really shine. You don't get stronger in the absence of fear. And I think a lot of people, entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, they just somehow think that they can replicate what they've learned at their job. And somehow there'll be people encouraging them, and, you know, smacking them on the butt and giving high fives. And like, that's just not how it works. If it's really something that is God driven, because there's an enemy that's a spiritual enemy that's real, that wants to kill and destroy, not just you, but the ambitions that he has pleased, God has placed in your heart. And so I just want people to understand it's not a cooking Kool-Aid party here. This is real warfare and understanding that there will be obstacles and that's part of the experience that's so true i mean it's not going to be easy right you know when you're going to do something good you you want to you know like shut the enemy's uh, work the enemy's not going to throw in a red carpet he's going to throw in some challenges he's going to throw in some fear he's going to throw in discouragements and i've gone through a lot of those things uh, but i want to just backtrack a little bit so we are talking about purpose and some of you are asking like okay ground zero i want to start working on my purpose how do i know that couple of things just to remember this number one you know look at what you know, what were your childhood dreams? Focus on what were your childhood dreams? What were the things you wanted to do when nobody even put a gun on your head to say, do it, right? You know, when I, when I say as, a, as an author, yes, I've authored books, bestsellers and all of those things. But back in the day, I still have manuscripts when I wrote stories when I was just uh, maybe eight years old or nine years of age. I wrote Scooby-Doo stories with, with morals. You know, that's how I started. I used to sit and write stories. Nobody forced me to do it. Nobody said, if you do it, I'll give you a gift or anything. I, 
even though I, my name is Gifta, no one gave me any gift. So <laughs> nothing. Uh, but that is what I was created for. Even the podcast that I do, nobody's going to put a gun on my head if I don't release an episode a day. But doing it consistently, working on it consistently is what op- gave me bigger opportunities. I, was, I got an opportunity last couple of months ago to um, interview an Hollywood Disney actress. Now, if I were to start with day one and say, I want to interview an Hollywood actress, it's going to be Club Desperado. Why? Because over the years, I've interviewed so many people. And in that process, first time I interviewed, the layers were bad. One time the lighting was horrible. One time the internet connection was bad. One time my flow was terrible. Each time I had something to learn to do better. So if I started with a Hollywood actress and if everything went wrong, <laughs> I'll never get an opportunity like that again. You get what I'm saying? saying right you want a big opportunity start small look at what you used to do when you're young and if you look at my stories when i was young the storyline was terrible the spellings were horrible the illustrations were unbearable to even look at but those were the breeding grounds for me to prepare and get to where god wants me to be so what were you doing when you were young and second thing is look at uh, see even in the bible joseph when he was a young boy he was interpreting dreams and that's what connected to him to connected him to his ultimate calling um samuel when he was a young boy he heard the voice of god a gift that he was seeing when he was young and he became a prophet to the nations so what you did when you were young has a connection to your ultimate calling second thing is focus on you know your gifts uh, sorry yeah gifts and talents that god has given you see listen if god has given you the gift in speaking and if you are terrible in maths just do the math your calling or gifting or area of purpose is not in maths <laughs> i want to just make it clear okay if your weakness is in something that's not where god has called you your calling is in accordance to your gift because the bible is here clear your gifts will make room for you not your weakness <laughs> mm-hmm. so your weakness god uses as the platform sometimes that's there but that's not for you to just be stupid and say i'm i get 0 out of 100 in maths but i think that's where god called me no i'm sorry <laughs> that's stupidity you know so your gifts say and and also remember you're given gifts to do certain things well the bible says in romans which means you can't do everything i can't do everything dennis can't do everything everyone can't do everything but focus on what you can do and and embrace that and do that and and, and the next thing is what is uh you know sometimes your childhood experiences also have a have a connected connection to that you know when you are a kid maybe you had some bad experience you went through some abuse that can be an area of your focus so ever since i was young i was always put down i had a struggle with my identity that connected to my me talking a lot about my identity and teaching people on identity i released my first book on identity you get what i'm saying so something you went through as a kid as a connection to your purpose and and another thing is your desires you know sometimes one of the things especially in christian world people says throw your desires you know take up god's desire blah 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 and all of these things but can i tell you something philippians 2:13 says god put those longings desires and uh, you know those uh, passions in you if you look at different translations like amplified classic and all of that he put them in you so that by fulfilling them you fulfill your purpose think about it the desires god placed in you are so that to guide you towards your purpose see even if you see in the old testament god called abraham for the to go to the promised land canaan 
in Genesis 12. But if you look at Genesis 11, it says that Abraham's father, who did not even get a call from God, he actually moved towards Canaan. You see, Canaan was God's call and God's purpose and God's will. But that was already embedded in God, Abraham's father, Terah, in the form of his desire. What I want you to understand is your desires are like signals to guide you towards your calling. So don't neglect your desires. Don't throw away your desires. See, there is a place to channelize your desire. You can't say, my desire is to shoot, so I'm going to become a terrorist. No, that's not what it means. You know, Channelize it. Maybe if you love shooting, go and join the army. But desires are something that you should pay attention because God uses all of these to ultimately take you towards the purpose that God has for you. These are some of the points. There are so much more we can talk about, but these are some of the things. But and uh, last but not least, I always say this: uh, don't just settle for like saying, uh, you know what? Oh, my calling is to be a preacher. I stop being a preacher or an entrepreneur, or I'm calling to be a teacher or whatever. Don't stop there. Go the extra mile to find your specific niche in that. Only then you'll be able to stand out and go the extra. See, my gift is uh, okay. I'm a speaker, but my, I always emphasize and say my gift is, uh, you know, inspiration, motivation. That's my gift. I can always encourage people. My gift is, uh, you know, maybe if you ask me to come and suddenly teach on end times or come and teach, uh, you know, a marriage class, I, I won't be able to do it because that's not my gift. So, you know, even though I'm a preacher, I specifically go down to what is my calling. Okay, I'm good in inspiration. That's my gift. Or uh, God uses me in the prophetic or, uh, you know, some practical Christian living things I teach. But you ask me for anything outside of that, I won't. I stick to my niche because that's when I can grow deeper. So that's something you need to focus on. If you're a teacher, what kind of a teacher are you called to be? If you're a podcaster, what is your niche as a podcaster? If you're an entrepreneur, stick to a particular niche. Then you'll be able to grow deep and do an amazing job. Oh gosh. <laughs> I was like busy for those who are listening, like like trying to write some notes down because I, I, I just <laughs> hear some things myself. You know, when you're speaking about Joseph, going back to Joseph, because he's really on my mind, I think about the names of his children, Ephraim and Manasseh. And for those who uh, don't know the references, Manasseh means forgotten troubles. And uh, Ephraim, twice fruitful, doubly productive. And he did not forget the things that he's experienced, his childhood pains, his woes, his struggles. And that's being used in how he thinks about his world and obviously how he calls his name to his children. So for those who are listening, like, yes, you can use how, like you used your identity explain with other people but you can use those past pains to help you in in your purpose you don't, you don't have to just ignore them and put them by the wayside it could be part of your integral message yes absolutely true yeah and again you were talking last time about discouragements yes um you know challenges that come across see Today in my podcast, okay, so many times it ranks number one in India under Christianity. Uh, but there were moments when not a single person would listen. Uh, there are times I have preached to thousands of people, but there were moments when I organized meetings and nobody showed up. 
see i'll tell you i share this to let you guys know that it's not easy i'm not doing this because it's easy i'm not doing this because you know what i i'm always on the top of the game no i've gone through discouragements i know what it means to have a closed door i know what it means uh, you know to go all the way i i still remember a couple of years ago i was so excited i got a big opportunity i went all the way to the venue and i'm trace checking where i should park and then i get the information that they canceled the meeting and i was so disappointed because the the pastor who organized it did not even have the courtesy to let me know he didn't even call me and say he's canceling it or anything and somebody randomly i just called a mutual friend asking where i should park and then i realized it was canceled so these are you know discouraging things i have gone through and i've gone to so many nos after nos after nos not not this nos and no i'm talking about nos um, okay um but those are the things that you know uh, you have have to be willing to go through you know uh, discouragements and say you know what i'm going to fight against this there were a lot of people who were opposing me you know they said who's even going to listen to your ramblings you know you're just wasting everybody's time and blah 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 they said all sorts of negative things I, some people christian said you know i have psychiatric problem they said i was they were demonizing me a false prophet blah 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 and all of these things but you know what i i i just don't pay attention to opposition you know i always go back to this uh, i'm not saying i'm perfect i always say this with humility i'm not perfect uh, you know like the anna montana song nobody is perfect you have to remember nobody is perfect <laughs> uh, but if you see peter the was all you know we often say peter walking on water don't be like peter look at peter he's uh, shifting his focus he's looking at the waves he started to sing don't be like peter look at jesus but if you notice the ones who are talking about peter's imperfect walk on water were sitting on a boat you know it's yeah. easy for somebody to comment about you when they're just not doing anything and i have seen for the most part the ones who comment the ones who create a ruckus the ones who oppose what you do the ones who make fun of you if you see their life it's just as boring as hell they don't have anything else to do and they just want you know <laughs> you 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 can either be someone who's looking at that or you can just say you know what peter was the only one who had who made history by walking on water except jesus of course when he walked on earth see you can be a history making peter who walks on water or you or you can be like the people who sitting on a boat commenting about the peter so are walking on water peter was not perfect but at least he had the courage to do something others did not and that's exactly my point i'm not saying i'm perfect i made mistakes i i wish i learned things better and done things better but that's what life is all about you experience you learn you make mistakes you do better next time so that's an important thing when you deal with opposition and you don't have sometimes we think oh i have 2000 friends on facebook they're all going to support sometimes you realize even two people won't like your post <laughs> you know so even if you don't have support even if your own family is against what you're called to do you know go go for what god has called you because god will reward you it may be a hard start but god is going to lead you through and he's going to help you through and there's no timeline and, and there's no too? timeline and there's no timeline There's, yes i know i know that's that's the rub because we as human beings we have expectations i did all these podcast episodes i wrote hundreds of pages and nobody's reading it what gives 
that's where you need to trust the goodness of god when when david i was i was just thinking about this earlier when he was defeating the lion and the bear he didn't have any social media to update and say you know i killed the bear today i killed the lion today you know he didn't have that but and you also remember when his brother came and put him down saying hey what are you doing you get back you know this uh, heliab was doing that he didn't go and advertise to heliab saying hey you know what i have defeated the lion and the bear i can handle this he only went to king saul and said i have defeated the lion and the bear and i can handle it what i want you guys to understand is you don't have to advertise or promote yourself to the wrong people or to everybody you just have to promote to the right people and you need to do that to the right people that you can't shut them out and say let them come and invite me to de- defeat goliath no one is going to come and invite you you know <laughs> you'll have to just wait there so you see an opportunity go for it go after it see uh, for me for example uh i my i'm also my i sometimes people invite me in to go into stand up comedies and all of that and also you know i'm a big time scooby doo fan so sometimes i'm interviewed on some of those uh, scooby doo fan pages and all of those because i have a record record i'm a record holder for scooby doo i have a growing collection for scooby doo so i use all of these tools for the extension of god's kingdom as well and and, and these are different ways i can use pe- uh, things but here's the thing so initial start time i can't be like you know let them come and invite me let them come and invite then i have to just sit and you know uh, scratch my head wondering no one is inviting because they don't know you right so you initially you start you you put out applications or you put out opportunities so you look for opportunities you just say can i do this give me can you give me an opportunity you start like that but eventually god will give you those big opportunities that will change the tra- trajectory of your life it it always starts with this consistency and just following the, the burdens in your heart and not listening to those messages from people who are clearly not for your betterment or for helping or for healing i mean i think a lot of people spend way too much time listening to that one voice that says you can't do it and ignore all other 10 20 plus voices that says that you can I see it all the time. Well, with that one troll online who says blah blah blah. Well, you're ignoring all the other people who were possibly like enjoying what you were doing or saying. That's the way the enemy tricks you because he wants you to stop doing what you're supposed to do. That's when you need to say dig your heels in and say I'm not going to focus on the negative voices. I'm going to focus on what God has and keep doing you, you see even if you have 20 people praising you it, it's good i mean gr- be grateful to god for it but don't live for people's praise because you'll die of their criticism so you need to get to that place you know shut off i mean like get sh- shut off from people's opinions completely don't let that drive your life you know that's where you come back to what god you have for me you drive my life you direct my steps because you know what's best for me because people will change their mind every other minute so today one person will be supporting a political party next day they'll throw that person down you know that's how people are so if you live for people you'll die because of people and that's a hard truth that i think people understand that i'm fickle i mean i change my interests all the time you're going to rely on me for your stuff work <laughs> based on like my opinions of today and this moment when situations and all sorts of things can shift so you have to have something that you need a solid rock 
to stand on. Absolutely. Not human beings. So that's a bunch. <laughs> uh, I, I wow. got this analogy like uh, two days ago, you know, like trusting people is like going on the Titan. I know everyone's talking about Titan submarine, but you know, it'll be okay for a while, but you never know when it's going to implode. <laughs> so it's uh, that it's a sad truth in life. It'll be okay for a while, but you never know when it's going to give way. They didn't want any testing from anybody else. They didn't. Well, that's a whole different conversation within itself. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I, to, to date stamp this, this is July 20th, 2023. And we're talking about uh, the explain. They were going, uh, a crew of five people were going to explore the remnants of the Titan. I forgot that. And the ship was, the little submarine craft was called the Titan. What was it called? It's literally the Titan or the, Titan? yeah, the Titan. The Titan, and yeah. then on its way going down, they had some type of like cabin issue, implosion, and yeah. literally like within five seconds, not even five seconds. Mm. Like, yes. Yeah, and, and, and killed, air, crushed them, everyone like a uh, like just crushed them <laughs> instantaneously, <laughs> and they the people who own the organization did not want any input from anyone but themselves and to their own, their own peril. And so well, I'm, the whole point we're trying to make is that for a lot of us, we want to grow, we want to change, we want to do God's work, we want to do something. But it's having the discernment to talk with people who are actually spirit-led and actually in tune with what God wants from you and not just some random weirdo off the street that wants to give you their opinion on something just because they got the Absolutely. microphone in their hands. But uh, anyway, I don't want to take too much of it. <laughs> all together filtering out the noises with people but is there something that you i didn't ask you that you want people to hear i think my heart at this point of time is uh, you know guys get to that place where you just don't live a mediocre life just for yourself like some people are like i'm happy with my life i'm just uh, you know okay i'm able to pay my bills but can you get to that place where okay, you can pay your bills, but why don't you grow more or go further so that you can pay somebody else's bills? You know, if you're saying, you know what, uh, I have enough for myself, why not so much more that you can bless a few more families? So, you know, have that heart to, you know, be a blessing to people. You know, uh, my heart is, yes, you know, when you say going after your purpose, in the worldly sense, it's like, oh, you can be financially stable, you can grow, all of those things are true and eventually, but, you uh, you know, it's not about you. It's about, can you use that platform? Can you use that influence? Can you use that, uh, you know, the the place that God takes you so that through that process, you are able to build God's kingdom? Can you imagine uh, one of the things that just, uh, you know, when Elon Musk bought Twitter, this was the school of thought for me. Uh, he, it, it said that he got some 50 million new followers or something like that. Now, let's not leave, focus on the numbers, but here's the thing. If I, I thought like maybe if I had enough money, I could buy Twitter. What couldn't I do? I'll get so many more followers. I If I tweet one Bible verse a day, can you imagine the difference I can make? You know, like, I mean, that just blew my mind. Maybe a one Bible verse, it can speak to somebody because the Bible word is, Bible has so much of power. The word of God is, it's going to accomplish the task it was sent for, which means that, you know, if we as Christians just settle for mediocrity, we're not going to really make a difference. 
nobody is going to nobody is going to if i ask you what's the highest peak in the world everyone's going to say mount everest and some of you may say okay k2 is second one but you nobody knows the 10th highest peak in the world or 12th highest or you know any of the normal peaks out there right everyone is like everest because it's at the top so you know try to be in a place where you go to the top i mean i'm not saying you rush after it or run after fame that's a worldly perspective but don't hide from influence don't hide from you know using that because you can use that tool to be a greater blessing to people and a lot of christians are not using that tool because they think oh i don't want fame i don't i want a simple life i just want to live for myself no why can't you be a greater blessing so that you can make a greater difference um one minute and and the one word of encouragement i always tell people is even if we look at joseph or dave uh, david they started their journey giving food to their brothers but it was like you know like uber heats or swiggy of that day they were just giving food they were food delivery guys but in the end they ended up give like if you look at joseph he ended up giving food to nations of the world you know when you look at david in the end he that's the exact thing that gave, changed the trajectory of his life be faithful in the little be committed to what god has for you you have no idea where god can use that insignificant thing to bring something of great significance in and through your life wow wow i it 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 all starts with that little mustard seed and can grow into so much amazing things but it only starts with you taking that next step and yeah starving that fear so that that faith can grow john i really appreciate this conversation i know people who are listening want are going to want to continue the conversation with you where where can they go where is the best place to start Yes they can get all the information on my website www.johngifter.com but uh, you can check out daily content on YouTube my daily podcast fuel for the soul with john gifter uh, which is available on all over 60 platforms like spotify apple podcasts and uh, iheart radio and youtube and so on or on instagram for small inspirations and content every single day so this or even my book is available on on amazon and all of those platforms so uh, these are some of the ways that people can stay connected through the various things that are available i'm going to leave a link in the show notes below so people can be able to access this and for those of you guys who are really listening and just taking hold of the wisdom that john has saying i don't want you to say well that's awesome hit the stop button and go about your day i want you to go ahead and connect and and go to that path that where your heart is leading you most because for a lot of times the the, the enemy uh, insecurity fear is going to block you but if you feel that stir in your heart like that's your moment right now don't ignore that and obviously if you've been enjoying this content make sure that you share this podcast episode with other people so that way they can be blessed and motivated and encouraged and inspired john it's been such a pleasure talking with you and i'm so grateful for just us crossing paths because i believe for not no doubt in my mind that this was a a spiritual crossing and to ignore that would have been to folly <laughs> to my own soul and so i'm i'm very grateful for this conversation thank you so much for having me dennis it was a wonderful conversation thank you for having me
Well, thank you so much for being there. And so for everyone who's listening, be blessed, take care, and be awesome.